Well, good morning. You've got the morning drive. Talking to your dashboard. Another episode here as I hop in my car and drive my way to work on a, on a nice chilly morning out here. It's nice and clear. And a little bit crisp in the air. and Still got the, uh, still in the throngs of winter here, but uh, breaking into a little bit of spring. It's starting to get warmer during the daytime. Spent most of my, um, most of my weekend working in my garden and uh, getting that all ready. Um, so, you know, one of those things that I do every year, the, the winters, although they're mild here in California, they just wreak havoc on my backyard because, you know, let things overgrow and kind of get the vegetable garden all ready and things are out of whack and dogs dig this and the wife leaves that there and this here and so do I. <laughs> but, uh, just one of those things that uh, I love doing. It was actually a relaxing weekend, even though I did a lot of physical work. Gardening and working in my backyard is just so relaxing, and I think that a lot of people kind of look at that weird, like going, "Like, are you exhausted?" I'm like, "Well, yeah, I'm pretty exhausted, but I'm pretty relaxed too, because it just, I don't know, does something to my mind, and uh, there's something easing and, and uh, comforting about that." But uh, Yes. So what I want to talk to you about today is I'm going to keep on the Joe Rogan experience because, man, you know, if I'm looking at the mainstream media and the Twitters and the Facebooks and everything else that's involved in uh, what's going on with the Rogan podcast and Spotify and now the uh, now the the montage of uh, the video that I haven't seen yet about him saying the N word. Uh, you know, a lot of that stuff, like I said, I've listened to some of those podcasts before and the context, of course, the context is going to be taken way, way out of context because the guests that he had had on at the time that the N word was said was because, you know, they were using the N word in context, uh, and uh, whether or not you think that is appropriate or not, not really your business. I mean, you can choose to listen to Joe Rogan or, or not. I mean, that, that's kind of your prerogative about what you want to do. I think that a lot of people forget that. That when I'm sitting here and I'm talking about this, I'm not an expert, but what I do know is that um, is that uh, this is a small fringe of people that are trying to take a big person down because they didn't like what he says. And all these little snowflakes out here that are uh, triggered by any little word that anybody says that's either off color or off culture or off whatever it is, it's pretty freaking ridiculous. And I'm kind of getting sick and tired of you know railing over the same thing every day when it comes to free speech because uh, apparently that uh, you know people don't want or the little Frenches don't want free speech anymore, and and the majority of people do. I can see that out there and, and the people that I hang around with. And you might say that I hang around the wrong people, but I live here in freaking the left coast of California. And I'm about the most lefty, uh, most lefty area of, uh, of all mankind. And believe me, the sentiment here is that people want to be able to speak their minds. Uh, but going forward, I want to just kind of comment on, on what I read in the lamestream media. And it seems to me that uh, that when the first reports came out about uh, episodes dropping off of the Joe Rogan experience on the on the Spotify uh, uh, platform, which you know you can go to Joe Rogan's uh, website, 
and you can get all the podcasts there. They're, they're not censored at all. But uh, I guess he, Joe Rogan himself, has elected to take certain um, certain uh, episodes of his off of Spotify, which is... I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, you know, my, my gut feeling and my knee-jerk feeling is, is like, really, Joe? I mean, you know, is this uh, is this the appropriate way to uh, make an apology and make a statement and, and, and do what you do? Or is it to uh, where this was part of your conversation that you had with the Spotify higher-ups that uh, suggested that maybe you do this so they can... They can uh, uh, pacify their uh, their users, which is not understandable. You know, it's not not understandable. I mean, you know, of course, you know, if you work for a company or have a contract with a company, negotiations are always in, available when when it comes to doing that. But I really think that it's detrimental to to uh, to self censor yourself. I mean, uh, you know, as much as the controversy that I've said over years of podcasting that I have, I'll be damned if I'm going to pull any of my content. I mean, other places don't have a problem pulling my content, but I'm not going to self-censor myself. I'll back everything that I've said ever in my whole life, uh, whether that be on social media, whether it be on print, paper, or, or recording such as this. I mean, if people don't like it, you know, that's fine with me. Don't tune in, you know, tune out. That's that's the, kind of the way that I uh, roll. So I mean, I really hope that that Joe is is, is doing the right thing. You know, I, you know, it's not my business. It's not my show. It's not my audience. So I'm not going to tell him what or what he cannot do. I mean, you know, I've got a minuscule number. I mean, my numbers don't even you know show a bleep to Joe Rogan's following, so I mean, if you're listening to me for that kind of advice and opinion, whether you should listen to Joe Rogan or not, I'm not the guy, but uh, I do have my opinion about it, and that's kind of my opinion, so just uh, really weird. Uh, going forward, uh, you know, I, listen, I watched the uh, Olympics this weekend, which is, you know, I didn't think I was going to turn the Olympics on, and, and uh, you know, my mom, elderly, she, she doesn't have much to do in the house besides make puzzles and watch TV, so I decided to put the Olympics on, and, and I tell you, you know, it's kind of, kind of weird looking at the Olympics without a, without an audience, and, and I know that there's some people there, but man, it sure is a different experience, and (coughs) whether you, whether or not you, you subscribe to the hysteria over COVID, and and the, and the, um, and the crowds, and this and that, I think the Chinese people are really taking this kind of over the top with, uh, with their precautions and, and some of the uh, some of the censorship that I see coming out of China, you know, is, is um, kind of weird. I mean, you know, if you're looking at the if you're looking at the Olympics and the production of, of how they're doing it, you know, the the uh, the quality of the broadcast is is has suffered, and I'm, I'm telling you that you know from from past experiences. I'm watching some of the Olympic Games, and, and to tell you the truth, I love the Winter Olympics Games, I mean, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm probably one of those guys that, you know, I don't watch downhill skiing every year, you know, the whole season, and, and things like that, but those, those, uh, those, uh, some of that stuff, you know, interests me when it comes down to the Olympics, and, and I'm not afraid to say that I'm kind of a bandwagon jumper when it comes to that, you know, I like the luge, I like the, uh, the big G and, and stuff like that, some of the snowboarding stuff has kind of grown on me, curling is really weird, <laughs> but 
I guess it's just a nice shuffleboard or whatever. But I don't, I, I don't guess you have to be a pure ass athlete to uh, to uh, sling a forty-two pound uh, rock down the uh, down the, uh, the the way there and, and brush it into where you want it to go. But it does have its uh, idiosyncrasies and its and its style and its beauty and and uh, just kind of kind of interesting watching all that stuff. But uh, yeah. Oh man, what a, what a weekend it's been. I've only been here for what, only about eight minutes here. But uh, I want to kind of finish up with um, with this kind of uh, uh, subject matter that uh, I'm looking at. And, uh, you know, I read a lot of the news and I read a lot of the podcast, uh, a lot of the uh, um, uh, Twitter stuff. And it's amazing what people will do out there, just uh, commenting and lamenting, you know, we got the, the trucker thing going on, and that keeps gaining steam, and, and GoFundMe looks like uh, GoFundMe is going to not survive, I, I can't see how how you could, you know, go to a GoFundMe site and, and really go out there and, and with all earnesty think that your money is going to be going where you think it's going to be going, especially with this trucker controversy that they've got going on in Canada. And it's not a controversy at all. It's a protest. And and I fully uh, support that protest. In fact, like I told you last week, I can't wait to be uh, a part of that protest when it comes to my city here, uh, you know, in California. And uh, I'm going to be sitting there waving on the truckers and, and whatever that case or whatever capacity that needs to be. And I've never been to a protest before, but I am just uh, hell-bent on, you know, this ridiculous mandates and passports and vaccinations and, and, and masking and all that stuff. It's all coming to a head. And, and uh, oh, that's what I want. Here's what I was bringing it up to is that, you know, all this stuff is, is being more ridiculous and more ridiculous by the day. And this weekend, what surfaced, along with Joe Rogan's stuff, was Stacey Abrams, the governor, uh, gubernatorial candidate for Georgia, sitting in a room full of kids, and all the kids were masked up, and there's Stacey Abrams sitting in the middle of them without a mask, taking a photo op with them. And to me, you know, if I'm looking at it from my side of view, because I don't wear a mask, kudos to Stacey Abrams. She knows that this is all a ruse. She knows that these safety protocols and these mask mandates and all that are just a ruse and a power play. But she has no problem doing a photo op with a bunch of kids at school. And let me ask you this too, as we tangent off of that. What the hell is a school bringing in a president or a, or a or a political candidate to do some kind of a reading thing? I, what happened to to who cared? I don't think one of these kids cared about Stacey Abrams or knew who she was. I mean, where did that come from? It's just kind of weird. Uh, things that are going on with 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 kids and, and introducing them to political candidates and other cultures that are that are kind of alternative to the natural culture or the or the normal culture, the common sense culture that we knew before. I mean, I can go on and on and make all kinds of uh, of, 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 um, of uh, visual uh, uh, sceneries 
on who has been reading uh, to your kids. But, I mean, Stacey Abrams, really? I mean, that's what you're going to do? I mean, kudos that you don't want to wear a mask. But, I mean, at least uh, come to your senses and come out to the people. I would have respect you more if you'd say, yeah, you know, it is a ruse. And we just really want you to do what we want you to do. And us elites will do what we want to do. Well, if that makes me elite, I guess I'm elite because I don't wear a mask. And, uh, you know, it's very seldom that I do. There's a couple of places here in California where I live where I have to wear a mask. And, and I do. But uh, quickly, as soon as I get out of the uh, eye shot of anybody who's an authoritarian there, I just kind of take it off and, and I do walk around. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that, that was just totally just innate wrong of, of uh, Stacey Abrams. And I'm really sick of of all this stuff, and that's why I push so hard when we talk about uh, these mask mandates, and these vaccine mandates, and these booster uh, uh, ads and commercials and stuff like that. It's just really, really just ridiculous at this point. Uh, the message has been lost because it was never a good message to begin with because they all wanted it to be a power play instead of really looking after your health and your well-being. So when it comes down to that, you've got the, uh, you've got the NFC Championship game of which Newsom and Garcetti and a whole bunch of other notables are in box seats uh, not wearing their masks and saying, well, I held my breath or, or I only had it off for the photo op. It doesn't matter really doesn't matter when you're when you're saying you need to wear your mask everywhere and in every instance that to me just tells me where you're at in that situation when you unmask yourself for a photo op because you feel that it's cool to have your your uh your picture taken with celebrities and such so whatever you know if, if you want to play that game that's exactly why i feel the way i feel about these things anyway if you want some more of this and you like what you hear, please share this uh, podcast with two, three people. Go to iTunes and give me a five-star rating because iTunes, Apple, is still the barometer by which podcasts are ranked and liked. So if you can go over there, I would really appreciate it if you do. And uh, if you want some more raw opinions like this, uh, you can get me on my Twitter site at also known as TWS. That's also known as TWS. You can get my raw comments there. Uh, I've got a couple other places that you can go down into the notes to get a hold of me there. But uh, here I am, uh, and it's a uh, it's a new week, and I'm moving forward on with the week. And I'm hoping that you move forward on with the week. I'm hoping you're having a great week. And like I said, I thank you. Please subscribe. Hit the like button. Hit the share button. Hit whatever button you can to support the podcast. And uh, for best results, please squeeze from the bottom up. We'll see you later.